Alright, what's going on guys? Welcome to a new video on the channel. My name is Alex and this is El Blanco Finance. So, on March 2nd, ChargePoint released its Q4 Fiscal 2022 financial results. So today what I want to do is go over the results, give you a bit of feedback on my thoughts on how they were. Does this affect the fundamental thesis in any way? Let's take a look at the company's results. And without further ado, let's finagle this bagel. So revenue for Q4 came in at $80.7 million, which represented an increase of 90% from $42.4 million for the same quarter last year. Gross margins for the quarter were 22%, up from 21% last year, primarily due to the impact of acquisitions. If we were to exclude stock-based compensation expenses and the amortization of intangible assets, Q4 gross margins came in at 24% versus 22% last year. Moving down the income statement, we get to net income. Or as we should say it for this quarter, net loss of $60 million for the quarter, which included a $16.9 million gain from the change in fair value of warrant liabilities, as well as a $15.4 million stock-based compensation expense. But right now, with ChargePoint, just keep in mind that this is more of a revenue growth story for the moment rather than a profitability story. ChargePoint is essentially investing very heavily in laying down the groundworks for its expansion long term. As we can see from their income statement, the vast majority of their revenues come from hardware sales. Basically, once these clients get acquired, they then become a part of the ChargePoint ecosystem where they essentially pay ChargePoint subscription fees on a recurring basis. If we look at the margins going segment by segment, this is something that you'll see. Eventually, ChargePoint is going to become more and more profitable over time. So let's take a look. For the full year of 2021, for the hardware portion, they brought in $174 million. But that portion in particular cost them $147 million to make. So the profit margin on this business segment isn't very elevated. Let's take 147 and divide that by 174. And that basically tells you that 84% of that revenue goes to simply paying back what it costs them to make that revenue. Or in other words, 16% of that amount is gross profit, which is not very elevated considering that there are other expenses that the company needs to incur, such as R&D, marketing, and administrative expenses. Where ChargePoint really shines, however, is with regards to the subscription revenue, which is much higher margin. As you can see, for the full year, they brought in $53 million worth of subscription revenue, and it only cost them $31 million to make that. So let's take 31 and divide it by 53, and what you'll find is that 58% of that revenue goes back to paying what it costs them to make that revenue, or, once again, in other words, their gross profit margin on this segment is 42%. That is in stark contrast with the gross profit margin for the hardware segment, which is only 16%. The other thing is that I expect that the margins with regards to the subscription portion are going to increase over time. If you think about what it takes in order to lay down the software that takes care of running their systems, eventually you get to a point when the main expense only has to do with running over-the-air updates, as well as scheduling all of those maintenance and repair expenses. So what I expect is that these margins for the subscription portion specifically are going to expand over time. Moving down, what we can see is that a lot of their expenses go directly to R&D investments. These, once again, are expenses that won't need to be incurred 
at such a large scale in the future. And same thing goes for sales and marketing. For the full year of 2021, R&D, sales and marketing, and administrative expenses were $319 million. If we were to remove the 145 as well as the 93, what you'll see is that if you do minus $266 million plus 145 plus 93, of course I know these won't disappear but this is just a hypothetical, we actually get minus $28 million for the loss from operations for the year of 2021. Now add on top of that a greater share of the total amount of revenues for the subscription segment as well as a greater margin on those subscription segments and then you're talking. We're talking about a profitable company at that point. But of course that's not where ChargePoint is at at the moment. After all they still brought in a net loss per share of $1.49. That however was to be expected. So what I want to do now is take a look at the company's balance sheet and then we're going to take a look at the company's guidance and what that means. Total assets are sitting at 861, total liabilities sitting at 315. If we divide one with the other you'll find that it has a ratio of 2.7 times more assets than liabilities. That's a good thing for show. In terms of current ratio we're at 464 million dollars in current assets and 189 for current liabilities. Take 464 and divide that by 189 and what you'll find is that their current ratio is 2.45. It's nice to see that the company has been increasing their assets at a much faster pace than their liabilities that on a current and total basis. However, one thing I do want to point out is that we do have $191 million worth of goodwill and that comes from their acquisitions which were paid with a premium of course. Another thing that's caught my attention is the intangible net assets line sitting at $139 million. Both of these combined and that basically represents $330 million of non-tangible assets that we can remove from this balance sheet. It still puts the company in a good standing in terms of total assets versus total liabilities as well as current versus current ratios. We're still good with regards to all of those but it's not as rosy as it could seem on first glance. Moving on to the most important part of the entire earnings is with regards to the guidance. So for the year of 2022, ChargePoint expects revenue between $450 million and $500 million, which would represent approximately an increase of 96% compared to the prior year. And take that from a Q4 revenue increase of 90% year over year, that essentially means that management is expecting the company to accelerate their revenue into next year. Not only that, but they are expecting their gross margins to increase to 26% from what it is right now at 22%. In terms of operating expenses, management has guided for 350 to approximately $370 million. That represents an increase in operating expenses of 50% year over year, which may I point out is not an as big increase as it is for revenue. So that's a very good thing. That means that profitability is expected to meaningfully improve going into next year. This is very positive news to see. So from that point on, we could possibly even expect a positive EPS for the next year, which would really be a game changer for the stock as well as how it's valued. And with all that being said, keep in mind that the current market cap as of the date I'm recording this is around almost $4.5 billion. A lot is currently being priced into that, but I think that there's still a good margin 
for the company to surprise, especially given how negative sentiment has been as of late. If we just look at the short float as a percentage, it's currently sitting at around 15%, which is extremely elevated and could potentially signal a short squeeze. Overall, I'm really satisfied with this quarter, happy to see where the company is headed, especially with regards to the management's guidance. I know that this was more of a financial, detail-oriented video than my normal videos on ChargePoint, but still, I hope that you enjoyed it, and if you did, please drop a like for me, I'd really appreciate it. A lot of effort and time goes into making these videos. Um, so yeah, yeah, I will see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for watching. Peace.